0: Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about reading for enjoyment and research, and how you can take some of these tips that I may be sharing and apply them to your own life and your genres. So as you guys know, I'm a multi-author, a multi-author, you know, I'm not calling myself. It's been a long day. A multi-genre author, (laughs) and right now I'm kind of living in the thriller world. So, with that being said, I've been doing a lot of research, article reading, checking out, you know, expectations for genre, what do thrillers do right, what do crime novels get wrong, and, you know, these are all personal opinions, of course, and they give many examples of, you know, top-notch thrillers and, you know, how to set up subplots and what's happening with, um... The crumbs and how much do you give a reader, but then how much do you leave them cliffhanger suspense, right? And so I'm reading pretty much to school myself about the continued love that I have in the genre because I've read it as a reader, read it for enjoyment. And sure, that's great, right? I mean, we shouldn't be in a genre we don't love. However when you put on that author glasses, it really does kind of help you break down and analyze text, maybe in a way that you might have missed when you are just reading for enjoyment. So this week, I read a book. Now, now guys, listen, I know I talked to you guys about all the books that I'm reading, but I love the public library app, the Libby app. I also love Kindle Unlimited. I I did buy a book. There's one sitting at home right now. Um, Eli messaged me and said Alex Cage's book came, so I'm excited to read Orlando Black series. So yeah, I do order books. I get them in the mail. Uh, probably Eli's like, what are you doing? I go to Goodwill and grab books. Uh, people give me books, <laughs> like. I'm sorry. I have an issue with Kindle. I was screaming today about Odd Thomas by Dean Coons. I was like, wait a minute. Odd Thomas is a book, and now I have to read it, and it has seven, and they're like, "Uh, Miss Lowry, do you have a book addiction? I'm like, "Uh, the best kind. I'm like, guys, really? This book sounds amazing. I really want to read this book, and And, you know, it's off this movie that I love, so why not get the series? I'm like, I just really want to push the buy button. (laughs) But then I talk to the kids about all the other books that I have that I've got to get through. So, at least Odd Thomas goes on my list. And that one is going to go on a new idea, a new book list that I have. So, that's going to be a great comp title for me. So, anyway, going back to The Sunday Killer, book two. I already have a name for it. Super excited. Eli and I brainstormed the name. And then, of course, I go with the kids. And I'm like, which title do you like? And I gave them two options, mine and Eli's. And they loved Eli's. I'm like, great. That's it. We got a winner. So we have a new title that I'm working just with. and You know, I've outlined everything. And I'm reading, reading, reading. So I read a book called Drift by Lt. What is LT's last name? I can't think of it. I read it this weekend. So I read the book. I did an Amazon review, of course, Five Star Love. And it is about a character named Rachel Hatch. And what I'm really doing is if I find best-selling books that have strong female leads in them into the crime world, of course I'm grabbing those because of my Heather Moody my girl she's got her some sisters in crime out there y'all that are doing their thing so I definitely am looking for strong female leads in books and I'm yes I'm still open to reading males too I've got strong male figures in my books so it's not that it's just with me looking for comp titles right now um You know the Heather Moody series. I've got a you know a Rachel Hatch series now that I've read. It just makes perfect sense for me to do it this way. And so while I was reading Drift, I was also reading research articles about the genre. And of course, it is a number one, you know, number one bestseller in two categories, and then the third, it was a number two bestseller. So I'm always looking for those top books, and I can't, oh, I'm sorry, I can't remember his last name off the top of my head, but if you look up Drift, you'll be able to find it on Amazon, and it's the Rachel Hatch series, and there are multiple books in the, in the series. That's another thing that I'm interested in now is the character arc and character development throughout series work, so I'm even pushing forward and, and moving through series books now, like Josie. So I had the Josie Quinn and I read book one. Well, now I'm ready to kind of start moving through her series too, just to see that character development. But I really loved how this Rachel Hatch one started off. And, you know, it it really holds until you get way further into the chapters. So if you're, if you're trying to do a three chapter read for that one, well, the inciting incident, you can say, is when she gets the text that says come home. I mean, you could say that, maybe. And then you realize that they messed with the wrong sister, and that's all I'm going to say. I don't like to give spoiler alerts of books, but you can go read the blurb on Amazon and you can say, "Oh, wow." It kind of gives a lot of that away. Um So now you've got Rachel, who is a, you know, ex-military and she's coming off of a crime behavioral unit and a criminal investigation unit. And she's moving in to her, you know, going back home to investigate a crime. So, I love this one. Um, I love the take on it. I love the backstory. I have, I adored some side characters. So, like, you know, the sheriff and one of the elders in the community. You guys know me and elders. And I'm like, man, I love it so much. There were some parts in the book that were not slow at all, but that, to me, felt like revealing. Like, I could go ahead and start putting pieces together early, but it wasn't slow. The pacing was great. It was fast for me, and that's what I love. Um, It was a great read. It was a, you know, took me a couple of hours, and I knocked that book out, and I was like, wow, you know, this one is a great five-star thriller. Um... It pushed me through to the last page, and it was because I cared about the characters more than anything. Like, I really wanted to see, you know, what was going to happen with Rachel, and, you know, how was it all going to get closed up at the end. Now, there were there were parts of it that I kind of early was like, hmm, this is, getting, this is giving it away just a little bit. I picked on this. I picked up on that. But that's what you do with a reader, you know? You give them some of those crumbs, and then... The reader has that opportunity to ask questions. So that's what I would encourage you to do when you're doing research and you're looking at your bestseller list and you're, you know, putting them down for books that you could not only just use as comp titles, but books that you can just use to learn from and to experience as a researcher. You know, start formulating your questions on what you need to ask as you move through with these plot points. You know, what are the obstacles? What are the thorns? That this you know character is having to go through can you identify you know some underlying things that are going on here can you start piecing it together so that again is a part of the mystery but it's the questions that we can ask ourselves as we read about our characters and about how the events add up and about connecting those dots you know, especially within this thriller work that we lead, like, you know, what's the red herrings and, and who is it, who could it have been and what is happening. And when you realize, you know, to me, not reading the whole blurb gives it to where I get to experience it without any kind of, um, you know, preconception, like not even going into the blurb. That's what's like to me, it's the cover and it's the number. It's the number on the list. As the recognition of the author. This is USA Today bestseller author. He's got tons of work out there. He's very prolific. I went to his website. signed up for his newsletter. You're like, Jen, really? You did all of that? Of course I did. I'm researching. (laughs) And I'm a reader. (laughs) I'm a reader of thriller work. And if I like someone's work, what can I do? I can try to go out and check out their work. See how they do things and and support it. And then I want to catch new work. And so I really liked how, you know, they give, you know, the freebie away and they give you the directions on the site on how you can go and collect your freebie. Um, but more importantly, I love the author voice. I love the voice. The book was solid for me. I mean, no wonder it's got over a thousand reviews and it's sitting there at hard, hard-boiled detective stories, like m- hard-boiled mysteries, number one. Um, I also like to look at the way that things are categorized. Now, in the publishing companies in the world, I don't get a choice to talk with my publisher about, hey, how are you going to categorize this? I mean, I'm sure they got it they got it down, um, but I like to see across the genre you know, especially with police procedurals and detective series work, um, how it's, you know, being measured up and whose name is, you know, popping on the scene. Um, okay, I'm stopped right now, so I'm gonna y'all stay with me. There is a mower who's cutting the grass and it stopped traffic. But I am, it's one of them big mowers. But I'm going to check the name of this author because I want to give it to y'all. And I, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to feel like I'm slighting this dude because I'm not. I just completely forgot his name because it's been a couple of days since, since I read the book. I'm not terrible. Hold on. I know this has happened to y'all sometime. Hold on. I passed that one mower, but there's another one. Hold on. Y'all, I'm here. I promise. But I want to give y'all this author's name. And I'm going. It's, uh, okay, I got it. It's Lt Ryan, so I remember like Lt, <laughs> but it's Lt Ryan. So, you know, I subscribed to his newsletter. Um, I went to try to see what was up with his Facebook and all of his like social media. Then I went so far as to finding his email address. Cause guess what happens next? Y'all know I'm all about connection. I went ahead and I've read the book. A Drift is done. It's already posted up. You can go to my twitter and you can check that latest uh tweet that i sent um to shout it out i've been working some of the kid lit stuff lately you know, i've been shouting out some of those books but like i told y'all you'll be seeing that thriller stuff kind of popping itself around sometimes um and so i just you know have it scheduled out to go but um i emailed him and i was like look i've read drift you know five star love I would love to have you on the podcast, check and see if you have anything for this summer, and I told him about The Sunday Killer and how it's coming out in August, and I'd like to have him on the show because I'd love to talk to him, especially that he is such a prolific writer and he has multiple um, works out there um, and different series is going on. Now, this book, Drift, To me, it's a great entry point, and that's what's important, like, when I'm thinking about The Sunday Killer. You know, Sunday Killer, in my brain, isn't supposed to be the one-and-done book. You know, it's the entry point to her world and to Heather's world, and so then how do I, in book two, you know, expand that world out a little bit more? And so, honestly, guys, while I was reading Drift, I told y'all that the jam board was already done for the Sunday Killer. So, while I was reading Drift, and I got to, like, a point where she didn't go out on a date, but she went to meet an old friend. I'm just going to say that. It wasn't a date. You know what I thought of? I would be like, oh, Heather and Ben, I haven't even put in there about them going on a date. And, of course... She's going to say, take me to a gun range, because that's my girl. Heather's going to want to go on a gun range date. Uh, I've been on a gun range date. Uh, I absolutely love gun range dates. Um, That brings me great joy to be in a gun range. Um, So here I am going, why not have Heather want a gun range date? But the sappy romantic that Ben is, (laughs) he's going to plan a sweet gun date. Um if that can happen. But to me, Heather is going to appreciate it. So actually, you know, got back in on my jam board while I was reading Drift and was like, oh, don't forget about the date. Oh, don't forget about a gift. So I actually was like, wait, there needs to be a moment in here where she gets a gift and oh, there needs to be another time because that, you know, she has, um, room to grow in a certain area, let Kane help her in one way, and it's like he insists that, you know, he's wanting to do this, and so she feels like, look, I can't say no to him. He's coming from great intention, and so I've put that in there, and so that's the development of the team, so I'm even building out ideas, not just the timeline, you know, I already know how many murders I'm going to have. I'm going to have six, you know, the, the, this murder, the, that murder. I already know the scenes for those, but I don't know like where they're taking place yet. I told you guys I haven't fleshed out the complete timeline, but I do kind of know some like crime scene points where the crime scenes go along my plot diagram, and the only word that it says, of course, on a sticky note is crime scene. But while I was reading Drift, I was thinking, man, you know, there's, you know, there's this little thread here that I could try to throw in. Oh, let me go back and and let me check, you know, my time, you know, my plot diagram and let me see, you know, have I thought about this part with the team? Have I, you know, made mention to this again? So, you know, that is very helpful because not only am I reading as a reader, I'm reading for the you know, for of course for that enjoyment, but I'm reading for research. And then, how can I then say, wait, I got to think of this gift thing. Y'all, there wasn't a gift in Drift. Like, it, it rhymes with Drift, gift. I mean, where did the idea come from? I don't know. But while I was reading that book and just loving the side characters, those moments, that idea came to me about a side character moment that is completely far off <laughs> and that's where it frustrates me when people say to me i'm sorry i'm frustrated but i'm just gonna be honest it's a natural emotion i get frustrated when people say i'm scared to read books while i'm writing within a genre no why they're not taking anybody's ideas No, that's not happening. However, if it prompts you while you're reading to then say, Oh, I love how they're taking care of the side character here because she's having a conversation about karate, then what is something to build a continued conversation in with one of my side characters and it involves a gift? And it's a gift that would carry out from book one, something that she needed in book one, one of the side characters is going to live to deliver in book two, and is going to take no for an answer, will not take no for an answer. And so, you know, that kind of stuff, it, and it just came out of a conversation about karate. It has nothing to do with karate in my book. And so, that's where, you know, I'm saying, don't don't be so shut off from doing research and reading in genres as you write. Now, I know everybody's different, and, and you guys, you do your thing. I'm just encouraging you and challenging you to try and continue to look for those top 10 lists. Continue to, like, challenge yourself to continue to research the list and see what you can learn. You know about the genre as a whole and how it can help you grow as an author so i know that these are invaluable tools that help me and asking those questions throughout you know it's just a great starting point well all right guys i'm in an extremely long gas line um very shocked at at the, the gas lines right now but um definitely have to go to work this week and i'm at a quarter of a tank so, I got to sit in these lines, but I'm going to let you guys go because it's really congested. And I'm, uh, I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. I'm going to be taking a walk today. I'm going to be enjoying myself. or making subs. Um, love making steak subs with the kids. And we're going to just be hanging out. I'm going to spend some great family time today. I'm limiting my screen time near the end of the semester because I'm, you know, I'm really helping teachers, and I'm I'm doing a lot of that work, and um, I'm on the screen all day with students and, and kids and and teachers. That by now I'm just not wanting to go home and get on the screens again. So that's gonna go away soon. I know that. Um, so I'm excited about an opportunity to. I'm excited about an opportunity just to to be outside in nature today on such a beautiful day after I get this gas. Well, all right. I hope y'all have a blessed day, and I'll talk with y'all later. Okay, bye.